Welcome to Two Dads Against the World, where we take on the funny world we live in, one diaper change, one soccer practice, one homework assignment at a time. Be part of the conversation as we chat about what it takes to face the world as we care for our families and communities. Yes, we will rant, we will laugh, and we will all understand a bit more than we did before. Scotty, how are you doing? Really good. Really good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah how's the back holding up after this crazy snowstorm? No, it's good. No, I use a snowblower. Oh, there you go. Cheater. Yep. Gonna get it done. Gonna get a little bit done tonight, so it's not so bad in the morning. Yeah. I probably woke up every kid on the block here about a half hour ago. Oh, you're just that guy. It's okay. I'm, a, I'm that guy. I'm it's not 11 dick. o'clock. I'm that dick. Who snow blows this late at night? That's me. Yeah, for sure. That's right. That's right. Well, well today we had a bit of mix of Vancouver and Edmonton at the same time. Oh, yeah. It was crazy, right? Like, this yeah. is just weather by Sybil, like Rod Williams used to say. Like, yeah. it's just nuts. But, no, it was good. I went inside, and then I knew we had this podcast. I was like, I got 15 minutes to spare, so I'm going to have a straight razor shave, relax, calm down. Manned up a little bit. Got, yeah. got that all nice and clean for, yeah, absolutely. for us. That's very nice of you. 99% damage free, which is pretty good because I put in a brand new feather blade and it's always a dangerous thing. I see you wearing uh, a very tall hoodie. Is the damage below the hoodie, yeah, I'm guessing? Yeah, actually, all the blood is down there. So this is just okay. gathering the blood right now. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> and for those that have weak knees, we all appreciate that. But yeah, I'm very excited about tonight. We got Brad Kaufman on with us. So this, this is exciting. So, like, Brad, what's the deal? Well, what let me introduce Brad. Let me let me give let me give Brad a little intro because <laughs> it's kind of he a deserves big deal. it. He's That's kind right. of a big deal. Well, I am, call him I, I am impressed. I am impressed that Scott has already been out there, you know, clearing <laughs> snow while it's still like blizzarding. Yeah, Scott yeah, doesn't I, mess around. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> well, Brad, welcome to the show. We really appreciate you coming on. Just for just for the regular audience that don't know this. I've known Brad since 93, so we're, we're, you know, almost 30 years. Uh, You know, I've known Brad since high school. That means I know probably more than he wants people to know, but that's fine. So I know him as a basketball player. knew him a little bit in college as well. Big deal on campus is what we call it. No, that's not what we call it. Hey, big deal! Big big deals on the... (laughs) No, I mean, you're always gone out of campus touring with the team. It was pretty impressive. And I also know you, though, generally, just as a human being. You're full of life. I know you care for others. You're father of three, two daughters. We're, we, like, we, we know what that's like. And one son. And, uh, and I'm, really, I, I'm really happy about that. Like, you tried yeah. again. You got what you really wanted. Got it. You were thinking yes. about yourself at the time. Real, you know what? Mini it's Brad. Insp- it's inspiring. Yes, it's inspiring. It's funny I want to try for like later. a mini Brad. Oh, that's a bad, <laughs> that is pretty fun. That's pretty. Fun. I bet mini you Brad. the wife just loves that too, right? Just loves. And here's that. the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Brad's coming on here because we've got a little um, direction that our podcast wants to take this year, and Brad's going to help us set us on the right track. So Brad is an applied psychologist here in Edmonton and Alberta. You can find him at his website. Excellent. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong tab here. Anyways, Brad Kaufman, you can tell us your details, but I think it's just bradkaufman.ca. Yeah, not correct. that's yeah. what it is. Pretty easy, guys. If you can uh, spell Kaufman, that's the IQ test of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you cheat if you go to our website. You I actually did kids. spell it right, and I'm the world's worst speller. It's true. Well, Got like a grade six I'm vocabulary, impressed. and I actually spelt your last name correctly. Yeah. Uh, With I'm a pen. impressed. I can't with do it. With a pen, not with a pencil. Step yeah, up. With a pen. I had good. to make that note that it was with a pen. There was no correction needed. It's very good. Yes. So um, so just just for the listener to just know. So, yes, we're going to refine refine what we're doing in our podcast. Because we don't know. We want to, like, you know, you heard by the introduction. We want, a little, we want to know a little bit more than we did yesterday, essentially. We want to know. We want to grow. We want to become more than we were back in 29 years ago like we most of us have um but ideally we want to unlock what our purpose is that's kind of what i'm hoping to achieve this year so here's our first step out in the big big world brad kaufman comes in welcome well officially thank you yeah happy to be here i i'm i'm curious already so the idea of purpose 
just kind of curious what you mean by that. How, how does that land for you guys? Should I lay down on my couch? I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll break, break out notes. the cigar. Okay. You know, just, you just lie check. down on the couch, and we'll just do, you know, some free association type work. <laughs> well, here, here's here's what it is. Like, for me, when I think about purpose, there's there's a lot of different definitions for for um, for what purpose means for different people. Um, but for me, I really do believe that each individual person, whoever's listening to us, I don't care what your age or gender is, that who you are, there's a purpose behind who you are. Some of us live on the surface and let life happen to us. Some people live um, trying to force something that they're not. And some people are very um, understanding of who they are and what they bring to the table. And so somewhere in, the, in those are three things, and there's probably more to that, but those are just generally what I'm thinking about. But some, one of the journeys That's I've been on. Deep shit, man. Well, sorry to like, open I, up I had, so I had early to write on. this all down and here I'll pause let you catch I was up like, I don't have a chalkboard I was trying to think like what the hell is my purpose like now this is something I'll be thinking about the whole time oh man I hope you sleep tonight I'm sorry uh, I will you'll like get a baby is you know why you did some snow shoveling already no anyway because I got about a half bottle of seven year Ezra in my glass right now that's gonna well, be the that sleep help. That, that helps too. <laughs> but ge- but generally Brad <laughs> Generally, Brad, it's 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 um, this past year I've been thinking about a lot of different stuff. Like, you know, how do I get more healthy? Well, what does that mean? And in that, in that, there was a lot of work on like, okay, well, there's something else that I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm dealing with stresses at work or personally, whatever that is. And everybody has different stresses. Mm-hmm. Um, I came to understand that, oh, dang, there's some stuff I, I. I I need to learn about myself. And some, some of that was just the way my brain worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a lot of work into figuring that out and talking to people, uh, specialists or whatever, and uh, and reading books and that kind of stuff. Lots of different books. Too much to go into. And I can share that another time. But that's me personally. And for me, it's kind of like, well, I don't know if I fully am, am unlocked into my potential, mm-hmm. let alone... Okay, my potential is one thing. Well, that's nice, but potential is really not really anything until you have a purpose to achieve, and then you really can determine if you've reached your potential. So knowing your purpose, unlocking that purpose, unlocking that potential, um, not quite the same, but very similar, Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I'm hoping. And I'm hoping people join us on this journey too. And, you know, what my purpose is not everybody else's purpose and what my potential is probably not as high as some other people's potential or or vice versa so and that's okay but to just let life happen i don't know we got to be more than that Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what i hear you i hear you that's kind of that's kind of the gist of it well, I, I like the word unlocked because it's very similar to the word that I use, unleash. Oh, yeah? Ooh. Ooh, unleash. Fish. Ooh, the beast. Beast mode. Right? Yeah. Beast unleash, out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. unleash the beast. So, right. the, the, you know, it's the way I look at purpose, if you don't mind me throwing it oh, out at this do. point, yeah. is like we, we all come here, like you're talking about, with potential. So... You know, regardless of why you believe we're here, we're here. Or how you believe we got here, we're here. Right? So it's like, okay, what are we supposed to do while we're here? So it's, um, you know, you'll, you'll catch my bias on this. My bias is that we do come with a gift for the world. Right? Like we come with this kind of component of life and we're supposed to share that life that exists inside of us or unleash that gift or that life onto the world. And that will be life-giving to the world or it will contribute to the world in a meaningful way. Hmm. Right. Okay. And if we can contribute to the world in a meaningful way, uh, I don't know about you guys, but as men, 
when you feel like you've made an impact, it feels amazing. Oh yeah. That's interesting. Like, and, and you know, what kind of impact are you thinking, Brad? Like how is it, are you thinking any impact or like, what do you mean by impact? Well, so yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. Like what is the scope of impact? I do believe the more that you live uh, aligned to your design or the more that you're aware of what your gift actually is, the more impactful you can be. So mm-hmm. like you're talking about, if people just stay on the surface, I mean, they can, everybody has a certain influence or impact on the world, right? Either, you know, the way you look at it, it's either positive in contribution or it's negative in actually de- depleting the earth or others in some way. So, yeah, like I I would really argue the more the the closer you are aligned to your design and living through that the more impactful you are Hmm. now are you meaning uh vocation or like how are you thinking broader than just vocation i'm just thinking like how you do it (laughs) but whatever you do what it's just just me no one else is thinking about this no one else thinking about like like this is this all sounds great, but it's like how do I do this shit? Like honestly, mm-hmm. is there a book I can buy? Right. Oh wait, wait, wait! You just gotta call up Brad. That's right. You know what? Right. Call this is what, you know. Reach out to bradhoffman.ca. Is... Uh, let me go. do the shameless plug for you, Brad. There .ca, you go. And you just get a hold of Brad and 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 go further. Uh, no, seriously. But, you know, yeah, but that's a good. that's a big thing to think about. Like I really liked how you were that. The, you know, discover what your gift was that you came into this world for, or. Discover your gift that you're giving to this world, I mm-hmm. think is how you worded it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's huge. Like, that's a big thing. That's something that's, that's, that's the biggest. It's the biggest star on my notepad because it's the biggest thing to think about, really. Like, what what do I have to give that's that's really special for me that I give to the world or that I can, you know, dig in a little bit more for, give more to that or spend more time for that or, like, harness it a little bit more, unleash it, as you said, and and give it to its best potential and purpose, right? Mm-hmm. But see, it's like see, finding what that is too. Like it's it's fine yeah. if you got close friends around you, you got you got a group around you, you've got a social aspect around you that has that support. That's like, hey, you know, you're really great at painting. This is mm-hmm. you, or you know, hey, you're really good at counseling, or hey, you're really good at shoveling snow. And I mean, I'm fucking awesome at shoveling snow. Like I'm a beast. <laughs> but like you find that, or you have someone that's gonna help you. But if you are a little bit more like. Uh, not like a recluse, but like just a little bit more of a secluded person or just a little bit more, uh, you know, isolated, isolated, unsocial, right? How does someone like that, how do they get to that point? How do they get to that aha moment or find their purpose or maybe, or or do they, do they get trapped? Like, I I don't know why I thought about those types of people, right? Because I've always Mm -hmm. got someone like my wife who would be like, well, you know, you suck at a hundred things, but you're really good at this one thing, right? There you go. The the joy of marriage, hey, the reflection. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it only makes me better, right? Like just every little stab, every little dig, it's just like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's like, you know, probably when you were playing basketball, Brad, right? Like you got that one guy that just pisses you off every time you play one-on-one with. He's got your number. You got his, but... There's just simple digs, and you bring out the best in each other, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't be more opposite. You have different styles, but you bring out the best in each other, right? And some people just don't have that, right? And I'm thinking about those people right now, like, hey, this is a big deal, and it would be great to affect so many people, you know? It's easy for someone that's got a, you know, a good group around them, right? But it's, well, I guess in another sense, it could be bad if you got a bunch of dickheads around you too. That could be a terrible thing, right? Right. That's right. That's the flip. That's the other side. Yeah, it's a double-edged sewing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that's a really good point. Who can actually reflect reflect truth back to you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah, you need those kind of trusted confidants that you know are going to reflect truth back. You know, to be honest with you, some of the hardest things. I've ever heard are from the people that love me the most, but they actually spoke truth to me. Mm -hmm. And that shaped me in very significant ways. So yeah, who, who's able to actually speak truth into your life? 
Right. And how do you identify that? That's one of mm-hmm. the steps for sure. So mm-hmm. but here's here's the other thing. To flip the coin, I'm devil's advocate if I will. There's also, you know, if you're surrounded by people, maybe um, like what Scott was saying, you, you'd be surrounded by people that aren't really lifting you up. They're actually mm-hmm. dragging you back down into the bucket, you know, yeah. crab in, you know, the crab in the bucket yeah. uh, illustration. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's had. It sometimes you just gotta go. No, no, I need to do this for myself. I need I need to unlock. They, they don't see what I'm actually struggling with inside. They don't mm-hmm. see. They, maybe I haven't been able to verbalize. I've been I'm surrounded by some good people too, so I'm fortunate here, but. To some extent, sometimes there's something inside you that you haven't verbalized that you maybe you can't really share in your circle because it's so foreign to them. It's something that maybe your dream is bigger than the people around you can see. And if you voice it, they will keep you locked in the spot that you're in. They're not yeah. unlocking you. They're keeping you locked in. Yeah. So like John Maxwell used to have that uh, the law of the lid, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And you find yourself in a different bucket. Some are deep, some are shallow, you know, shallow people. Someone just want to keep you down there like a crab in the bucket sort of thing, right? But, yeah, the law of the lid, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Got to find a bigger bucket. All right. Well, so, Brad, where do we go from here? So, uh, the other thing that really jumps out is this idea of the struggle inside. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you're talking about the external input you're also talking about this internal input and as guys typically what we do is we kind of disregard the internal information but if you know i wish guys were more taught that emotions and feelings are actually bits and bites of information yeah for sure right? that's a good point that's good. bits and bites so not just like feeling stuff like i can it can compartmentalize my feelings over here. It's really just a feeling. It's not really information. Mm-hmm. But really you're saying it's, no, no, no. Listen to what that emotion is, what information it's touching on, let alone mm-hmm. anger. Most guys I experience, if they're sad, the next reaction is quickly to anger as an expression of the sadness or frustration mm-hmm. versus some, I'm generalizing here. I'm very generalizing. So please don't egg my house. But I know I was taught this going through the court stuff is that generally women feeling the same sensation will move to crying or or like sadness emotion versus the action of of anger emotion. And that's just sometimes the gender. So I don't know that I don't know why I said that. But anyways, just Brad, mm-hmm. keep going. Keep going. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. So, Unless you met a lady that was like New York City. I know, yeah, I know some ladies that are, are go to anger. They will, too, they so, will yeah. fuck you up. I'm just saying. Okay, don't go to Brooklyn with an attitude. That's why I'm just saying it was a paintbrush. Don't egg my house. Please, please don't. <laughs> That's right. So, Brad. yeah. So, well, uh, the the struggle inside right? That's That's what it's about. Like, what is the struggle inside actually about? What you know, that's that's an internal uh, dilemma or an internal conflict that you're dealing with, right? So to be able to kind of sit with it and, uh, and unpack it, the more ancient cultures had, you know, better traditions where they would just kind of sit with it and allow it to present itself. Now what we do typically in this culture, right, it's, I, I call it the epidemic or the pandemic of happiness, you're supposed to feel happy all the time. And mm. if you don't, somehow there's something wrong with you. Right? Mm. Which really is a bunch of BS. Yeah, for oh, sure. Agree. Yeah. It's right. Like, you're... Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if we can actually sit with those other pieces of ourselves, and this is usually what I encourage people to do, and the practice that I actually use myself as well. You know, when you are having that internal conflict and that struggle, just like take interest in it and observe it. And what is it actually saying? So when you're talking about purpose, when you're talking about, you know, maybe being in an environment that isn't serving you really well, at some level you are going to experience that unless you're completely checked out. 
Right. And this is where right. the, we have to be careful of the coping mechanisms because, mm-hmm. you know, as well as I do, like those, they, they can check you out, you know, so quickly. Right. Like yeah, your defense mechanisms, your coping mechanisms, how your survival mechanisms, where you're becoming, you're not necessarily numb, but you aren't truly feeling the full depths of the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Which Until is, you're out of it, and you realize how like damaged that situation was, mm-hmm. or damaging that was. Yeah. Well, exactly. And it's funny as guys, when it comes to physical pain, we'll literally like go out there and we will push it to limits. You know, we'll go to the rim, the the gym, and we'll like rip our muscles apart. You know, and the next day hardly be able to move and be like, oh yeah, I did something right, and we feel really manly. But as soon as we have like this uncomfortable feeling or like emotion, it's like we run away from it like we're cowards. It's crazy. Hmm. That's an interesting perspective. No, I've actually never I, heard I anybody hear say that about that before. But that is that. so true. Yeah. That is so true. Where I see you? myself in a lot of that comment. Yeah. Well, Not so much in the past one. Like, I don't actually feel tough at all after a day. I usually cry myself to sleep, and then I ask for hugs for my wife the next day and get some sympathy. Nice. But that's just me. Yeah. But the coward thing, totally. I can totally sympathize with that. Yeah. Right. That's interesting. But mm-hmm. we don't – but that kind of goes back. I don't remember our November uh, podcast we had with the panel. of like right. Big Smoke. The We put in that false bravo, – bravo, there's the word again. Bravado? That false bravado uh, uh, to deal yeah. with. That's one of our ways of running away from. Not I, all forgot, I forgot that word. It's a nice word. It's a good word. It's not a shit word. It's a good word. I like that bravado. Yeah. Whatever, false. Yeah. Bra- Sometimes uh, guys will like, you know, it's a lot easier to do the false bravado than actually, uh, or in uh, sometimes believe that false bravado uh, in, or in to avoid whatever emotion you're actually feeling. Yeah. Yeah. To avoid the pain or, or just noticing what you're having, like what Brad was saying, like just taking notice of it and be like, you know, is this something I need to think about for a while? That's a good point. I like that. So, so that just means, well, you just got to, you got to get invested in more cigars, Scott? Is that, is it just, I, uh, I think just, so. I yeah. Think. Like whatever your meditation is, like, you know, mine was 50 minutes shaving before this. I, I don't even know what that's about. I, I don't practice meditation, but I but I do try and take a piece of the day where where it can be done. Where, like, no one needs me. Nobody needs something. The fires are all out. The laundry is hung. Everything's good. Mm. I like that. 15 minutes. Whether it's just go downstairs quietly in the dark, have a drink, and just think for a moment. And just be like, mm-hmm. wow, that was a whole day. What happened? What was great? What was bad? Whatever. And then today it was just like shaving. And I'm just thinking to myself, boy, this is just so relaxing. When was the last time you sat in front of the mirror and shaved yourself? Like it's been, shit, it's, it's been a couple of years. I'm the kind of guy that's like 10 minutes shower. You know, everything happens in there. Brush teeth, shave, let's go. You know, get out the door. <laughs> But it was just nice. It was relaxing, right? And I thought to myself there at that moment, like, you know, I need to do this more often. I need to do this more. Not just shave, but I'm just saying just take that 15 <laughs> minutes of just, you know, quiet, being quiet. Just shutting everything out, being quiet for a moment, you know, just thinking about how you feel. And at that moment, I did feel like, boy, I feel good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got a bit of that snow done. It feels nice to know that the kids are going to walk through five feet of snow in the morning when they go to school. You know, just that sense of happiness, you know, uh, whatever you want, accomplishment or whatever, right? Um, but I, I guess the same thing could happen if there was something bothering me. I could just use that 15 minutes to just think about like, hey, why, why is this eating me? What does this mean? Why, why is this eating me up here right now, right? Like... Why, why does a wife keep nagging about the same thing? Maybe I should just stop for a moment. What did she say? Ah, shit. Maybe next time I'll listen. Damn it. I always <laughs> tell her I'm listening, but I, fuck, I'm never listening. You know? But I'm just saying, it, it can go yeah, both ways. Hey, hey, and this stays between us, by the way. Yeah, 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 it stays between us. It's just true time. It's true time. Guys, this is true yeah. time. 
Everybody just don't Brad, tell Brad, your shit. license, you can't tell anyone shit. This is, yeah, this is. <laughs> Stay this is not right here, gentlemen. To listen to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only here. Safe place, Scott. You yes. just go ahead and talk away. Okay. So, last week. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, that, um, is, that is so. Dishes. That is so good, though. Right? Like, I will literally. I, I do a lot of, um, like, executive coaching as well. Mm-hmm. And what literally this is what leaders need, right? This is what, uh, you know, this is what men need. They need those moments to just kind of sit and think, um, you know, uh, one of, uh, yeah, my, my best friend, I told him about this and so you know, in the summertime, in the fall, he'll go out into his backyard, light a fire in the backyard, and literally just sit there staring up at the stars for, you know, an hour or two. And it's like, he's actually figuring life out. The problem is we're so used to getting sucked into our screens that we have this external interaction and we aren't actually having that internal process. Can write yeah. that down, Scott. That, external that, versus internal process. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, because no, our yeah. world is so externally based. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right, and we've lost the I, richness. I don't even know how of, many damn TikTok videos I've watched this week. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't I dance like that? I got good mobility <laughs> still, huh? Nice. I'm not quite forty. I can, I can dubstep. This is hey. fucking easy. There it is, Scott. That is your inner purpose. You just <laughs> discovered it. It's I like just that's get awesome. on the dance floor. Just I just get want on a the dubstep. Dance floor. Dubstep is still good. It's still. Oh good. yes, dubstep. That's where it's at. <laughs> and I, I see a video that we need to we need to get Scott on on TikTok. My my six year old is killing it right now. Killing it every morning. That's her routine before school. As she just gets into a great mood, she turns on the YouTube and it's all these like kid dubstep music videos and she's just right into it it's hilarious like it's it's so nice just to like have a cup of coffee watch her doing this and she's just like on cloud nine and then she goes to school and it's so great and 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 i just thought of it now like why don't i have something like that i need something like that that's something that's just brings me you know i know they were thinking about a lot about like thinking internally and what's going on but just something too like uh, you know, a habit that I can create, you know, that just puts me on cloud nine before my day starts. Like before the, the fires happen, the, you know, the product didn't get delivered, the, 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 the client that's pissed off, you know, whatever it is, right. What's something I can do. What's that 15 minutes. What's that dubstep I can do that just gets me, you know, that gets me going you know, ready to go, you know, like just Anthony Robbins, the shit out of this day, like <laughs> fucking do a cold dip in some fucking luxurious bath and then just, you know, have a protein shake and away you go. Like you take on the world. Right. So, Sorry, but I, digress. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's so awesome though, because really how, how does your, you, you said it was your daughter. How does mm-hmm. your daughter do it? How does she know? She, I mean, she's hardly she had knows any my YouTube l- password, and I have no idea how. <laughs> I, I, but how does she know that that's the thing that she wants to do? How does how, how does she know mm-hmm. that that's the thing that just generates her with energy and like just brings the life out? Yeah, it's, I it, believe she that lives- everybody that's under the age of seven has that figured out, and I think by the age of eight or nine or ten, it's taught with, out of us with everything so social. We lose it. I think we lose it because I see my 10 year old right now. None of that shit's cool. Nobody's, mm-hmm. nobody's wants to do that. Nobody's cheerful. It's what's cool. You know right. what I mean? Whereas my six year old right. couldn't give a shit what she's wearing. If it matches or not, it's, I got my stuff on. What more do you want? I need my video. I want my shake and I am dancing. And then I'm going to go to school. Okay, I got I got to say this. I, one of the books I read before Christmas was uh, The Fine Art of Not Giving an F. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good and book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good yeah. book. It's the best uh, title ever as far as I'm Oh, concerned. totally. Great yeah. title. Great title, I have to say. Some that. of it was like, oh, okay, he's he's kind of ref- 
reframing some of the things I've heard before, but he's also reframing some of the things I've heard before in a way that's like, yeah, damn it. What the heck do I care about? Like, why am I caring about that? Because the bottom line is you're going to care about something and why are you caring about things that really don't matter? And so, um, okay, that's a good question to ask. A lot harder to kind of deprogram what you care about. For sure. And but the dishes still need to get done, Eldon. I don't yeah. care what the hell she was doing. It's no, you don't care about the dishes. No, care... I do. I do. No, I do. No, I don't think you do. I think you care. You don't about have a lot of them. If they're not clean, then I can't use them tomorrow, Eldon. Uh, I, th- I think here we're gonna have. Uh, I think I think your care is not the dishes. I think your care is is about order. So, yeah. So that's that's this is a, <laughs> is a, is the symptom, not oh, sure. not the problem. Dig a little deep. Dig a little deep. Yeah. Go there ahead. I just want so, you a little bit. There's so just some truth. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I actually don't know. I'm but a little no, bit dictator in the house. Big deal. What's your point? <laughs> no, but for for me it was like, all right. So. I've worried my whole entire life, like kind of the culture I grew up with. Um, you know, it, you know, I I grew up in Calgary, moved to Short Park, and it wasn't that much of a difference in terms of the culture change. But the culture that I came up with, we were always taking care of other people, making sure that other people were 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 good, and that we were perceived as good as well. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of our, that wasn't the only thing that we cared about. I'm just telling you it was something that kind of impacted me. And mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about, it was almost like caring too much what other people thought was something that I realized I still care too much about. And so, you know, it can't be, a, you got to consider other people. Like, I'm not saying to be a jerk, but internally, it would prevent me from doing things because I was worried what other people might think not that they were thinking it mm-hmm. what they might think about certain different things and i've got to reorientate that that value that why am i given an f about certain yeah. elements of that so mm-hmm. those are just like those are just measuring sticks for me it's like okay what are the measuring sticks that i i actually care about mm-hmm. and what are the things i do mostly care about uh, and why so kind of mm-hmm. the same thing but Kind of slightly different. No, well, I, I hear you know, a lot of that. Like I'm married to one of those people, right? Like you know that. Like yep. it's, it's, it's emotional intelligence genius. And I've never turned that fucking knob on. Like that switch has never been turned on. Well, it's emotional just, intelligence, it goes yeah. both ways, though, right? Sure, sure. But her feeling another person with her actions or what she's doing or what she's saying. She's always, what are they thinking? What are they, you know, she's, she's always got that thought, right? Like, what are people thinking about me in this sense? Like, am I, am I, you know, presenting myself in the way that I want to present myself, right? Whereas I never, I've never turned that on. That switch has never been turned on to me. I just like, hey, like this is, wow, did I just say that? Yeah, I did. Well, (laughs) chew on that one for a while, I guess, because it's not coming back. I can't take that thing back or I can't do that thing back or you know, I can't uh, do that little dance I did at your wedding with my wife there. You know, I, I can't take those I, things back. I don't back. remember it. I don't remember anyway, it. Anyway, it was a good laugh. Anyway, it was a good laugh. <laughs> but I, t- I, I, t- I totally hear you. It's, it's uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, so uh, I, th- I think you might be aware of this, Eldon. Uh, you know, I, I have a podcast as well. Yeah, and so on that podcast, uh, it's, it's probably with a lot a, better in this one. It's with a couple. It's, it's different. It's different. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, with a couple of ladies here in the city who are actually oh, it's like, way better. E- e- emotion, emotional intelligence experts, and so we oh, actually do. Well, there you go. Yeah, we actually yeah. do a podcast on narcissism, but we talk about you know uh, a number of different relational factors and you know, personality factors and stuff like that. And and you guys mm-hmm. are touching on it right here. Um, and there's something that you said, Scott, actually in a, a previous episode that I thought was really cool. And it's, it, it ties into this idea of where do you find yourself on the uh, spectrum 
So, for instance, Scott, like you were saying, if, if people don't consider other people, they can come across as assholes, right? And in some cases, when there isn't a consideration of others, you know, you actually end up in the asshole category. Whereas um, on the other end of the spectrum is the doormat, right? And if you care too much about what other people think or you are too far on that end, you know, that doesn't work either. So you neither mm -hmm. want to be on the doormat or the asshole end of things. You want to be right in the middle, what mm -hmm. we call the badass, mm -hmm. right? The badass, you know, stands up for what they believe, but they don't just, you know, intentionally maliciously go out and demolish people like an asshole yeah. does, yeah. right? But they, but they stand there very firm. And you used a really good example, uh, Scott, that Jesus was a badass. Oh, for sure. You know, he, he was a super kind guy, but he wasn't nice mm -hmm. to everybody. Nice was not his go-to, right? Kind was his go-to. Like, he was all about speaking truth to people, even yeah. if that cut them right in half. But that's sure. not being an asshole, yeah. right? That's, that's, that's being a badass. That's just the truth, yeah. 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 Right. Right. Well, I love that. I love that you can be a badass and and that's good. Yeah, cuz mm -hmm. Jesus was. Mm -hmm. well, not just because it's just it's kind of like a Yeah, but if he can do it, I can do it, okay? Yeah. No, I go ahead. Go ahead, Scott. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying don't. I'm my 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 daughter, my oldest daughter does these really cool animations. And believe it or not, Scott, we were listening to, to some dubstep, and it's it said something to this effect, like, um, basically, this is what happens in the Bible, and then it, like, okay. hits hard, like a really hard dubstep beat drop, and my yep. daughter heard it, and she's like, oh, I need to make an animation for that, and she actually made an animation, and she has this TikTok channel and that type of thing, and she she animated Jesus flipping tables and like driving people out of the temple. And it's it's a pretty epic little video, actually. That's right? cool. Yeah. So she so she makes how does she do that by the way? She's maybe genius. that's another maybe that's yeah, maybe that's, that's another conversation. Yeah. But that's so cool. So was it an app? <laughs> or is it something she's taking in school right now or Yeah, a little bit of both. Actually. Oh really? And That's she just so cool. has a natural knack for it. But again, you know how you were talking about your wow. daughter and her just dancing, doing what naturally comes to her. It's life giving. Mm -hmm. It's energizing and everything like that. And you're yeah. like, I, I want to find that thing that I can start my day out with. Like my daughter, animation for my oldest, animation is her thing. For my um, middle uh, child, my second daughter, she loves to draw like realistic drawings mm -hmm. and okay, i don't yeah. have to tell them to do anything it just naturally they're That's so they naturally are. driven to do these things yeah I, right? I i hear you i was i was much like your your middle child i was a i was a, a sketcher an artist for mm -hmm. and i and i i left it alone and i don't know why because um, every time I find myself drawing with my kids or sketching, they're like, oh, wow, daddy, how, how, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. You know, but it was I used to lose myself in that mm -hmm. in all my spare time. I found mm -hmm. great peace in that and great you know, purpose in that. And it brought people. I feel like it brought people a lot of happiness, too. And they would see my sketches. And uh, most of the time it was like landscape and, and, and sometimes portraits of people in classrooms. You know, especially it was, you know, whatever, a girl I was on a crushing on or something like that. Right. Oh, I drew this of you in class. <laughs> Smooth, Better than a mixed CD, buddy. Smooth. Better that's than a so mixed cool. CD. And, and, uh, it's so crazy. Yeah. Well, I used to make the mixed tapes, right? Let's get, let's get right. back. We're, we're both of that. Uh, we're both of that. I'm trying to stay current. <laughs> yeah. Pause. Pause. CDs. Record on the radio. Stop. Yeah. Stop. 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 I've got a cool playlist I put together for you. Oh. Yeah, totally. It's not the same. Anyway, so keep tape. going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. But, that, you know, Scott, there it is. Right. You're sitting there asking the question, like, what is the thing? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, what is my purpose? How do I find it? And, and then to mm -hmm. just, again, pay attention to these types of things. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's the thing that... 
And I love how you said that. Like you can just get lost in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it takes effort, but it feels effortless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. And those it things takes change effort, but it your life. feels. They ch- and they change through your life. And, and right now I'm trying to find the thing that my oldest is moving into that, that she's finding. And we're, we're trying to find that with her right now, because right now it's just, you know, she's, she's external as you maybe would put it, right? Like, you know, gets on her iPad. First thing she does, what are my friends doing before school? Messaging back and forth. Hey, can't wait to see you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, but she lost that because she used to be like her younger. She used to right away. Music was on in the house and stuff like that. And, you know, dancing was a big thing for her for a long time. And now she's completely lost it, lost interest, right? And I get it. Like, I totally get that because, like, for me, it went from, you know, drawing to um, exercise. I was big into working out because it, it was, you know, my... You got swole. My athletics was progressing let's just say in various sports so that was a big thing for me before school and it was kind of like my little hideout it was my little peace hideout and even my mom recognized that too and she knew that that was like my you know uh, this is scott wakes up early he works out and then he has a shower and then he gets the kids off the school and i don't bother him he's got his little and then that's what brought me peace and then when i go to school then you deal with all the the shit in school right in junior high and blah 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 this and that and then high school then that completely changed right and then i just kind of lost myself to okay what needs to be done of course some terrible stuff happened at that time in my life so i kind of lost a lot of you know those interests in yourself so i I quit playing sports i quit playing golf i quit and i just got lost in what do you need to do to survive now what job do i need to work at uh, do I drop out of school full-time? Do I do this full-time job? And then that kind of transitioned for a long time for me, for, for, for I don't know, maybe eight years. Just going with the flow, doing whatever everyone else wants me to do. And it it wasn't until, I would honestly say, probably until I was about 28 years old. And then I started seriously picking up golf again. And then I found it. Okay, this is this is why I used to practice four hours after school a day, and just lose myself in it, and just hit balls like I could hit golf balls a thousand ball, golf balls a day, like it was nothing. It was just beautiful practice. I just lose myself into it, and I found that in my late twenties, and I was like, hey, this is great. Like I, I used to be really good at this. I'm gonna go play tournaments, do this. And now it's like, hey, now you have a family, you've got kids, you've lost yourself again. So now I'm in this transition mode again where it's like, okay, well, where's my shit? Like, yeah, yeah, I can still play golf. But golf now to me is more like a uh, – it's like it's like getting the day pass from like the teacher or getting the, like the – remember, you remember you used to get the key for the bathroom like when you go to the oh. bathroom school and you would take an extra 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the proverbial golf trip for me now, right? It's just like, oh, 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 there's no kids. There's no wife, boys. Let's go. Let's go. Well, all right. Golfing. Yeah, yeah. I'll be home in four hours, honey. Eight hours later, I walk through the door. <laughs> but I'm still trying to find that. Are the dishes done? Oh, yeah, are the dishes done? To yeah. a smiling face, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, oh, totally. It's, it's, oh, it's always. She's so supportive of those things. No, not really. Not at all. But, um, no, so I'm in a transition period like that, again, trying to find, you know, some purpose, trying to find some, some, some patience, some time just to find that peace, find that something that you could lose yourself into, you know, like uh, shaving, I don't know, with a straight blade like shaving. for 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Maybe you should be a barber. I'm, I totally it, joke, but no, don't, be no I, don't be a barber. Totally. Like I say barbers, you, don't, don't change. Don't change. But it's that whole idea of losing yourself, right? And and Mm -hmm. the paradox is your language is like lose yourself in this thing. And but you're talking about finding the thing, find the thing that you lose yourself in. It's highly paradoxical. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. Yeah, that probably didn't make any sense at all. No, no, I did. No, it makes sense. Yeah, it's very profound. Paradoxes are to me are like the most profound thing. Mm Hmm. You know, talked uh, about the yin and the yang. There you go. That's right, yin yang. It's it's the two sides of it. Like so, like one of the things that we were talking about before, Brad, before the show, like 
couple weeks ago when we were talking about maybe getting getting you on was you, you had this concept of as I said well how do you want to show up and yeah. Scott's kind of Scott's kind of um, hit on it we've talked about it around a little bit it's like okay wait a second and I, I really want I, we really didn't talk much more than that but I'm just curious like about this subject when we're going as guys women whoever's listening to us doesn't matter what do you mean by how do you want to show up? Like where we go from what we're trying to look for to how do we show up? That's a great mm-hmm. term too. Mm-hmm. Well, you're already alluding to it uh, as well, right? Like the the whole idea, like you even talk about those chapters in your life that you went through and that you kind of lost yourself and then you refound yourself and now you find yourself in another season and, um, and in each one of those spaces, like the larger context I look at this through is, uh, at least in my experience, we co-author um, with life. So it's like a co-authorship with life. So life, if, if you look at it as a novel, life is literally writing the script of this is a setting you're going to find yourself in. Right. So when you think of even your birth, did you choose what family you were born to in what country at what time in the planet's history? You know, all that type of stuff. It's like that was just written and you showed up here as a character and life happens and it continues to throw things at you. Um, Now, I don't know if Eldon's told you much about my story, but. Uh, I have a really interesting story where life, uh, you know, has knocked me down uh, quite hard a, a couple times here. And again, you know, that saying, it's not what happens to you, it's how you respond to what happens to you. So that's where kind of this notion of showing up uh, comes from for me. It's like, how am I going to show up in the as the character within the setting that I find myself in? So I'm not all powerful over my context or my setting, but I'm literally all powerful over the choices that I make within it. So right. So like, so uh, to our experience, to like, none of us had planned COVID in 2020. None of us chose that, but we um we we had to follow different rules we had to do different things but our choices inside of those what we did day in day out how our attitudes work towards that how we respond to you know bad news good news different things like that that's what kind of what you're alluding to brad am i am i getting that kind yeah. of the most most recent everybody kind of relates to COVID. none of us wrote that one mm-hmm. you know depends on the conspiracy theory person you listen to but anyways um <laughs> um but yeah that's so it's our choices is how do we show up in the realm that we can mm-hmm. and what we get to choose about hmm. yeah. co-author yeah okay hmm. Hmm, interesting so, so then yeah keep going keep going yeah so like uh as fathers how do we show up as fathers as husbands how do we show up as husbands as you know, employees, how do we show up or as business owners or bosses or whatever it is, how do, how do we want to show up in life? And, and that's our choice. And I find a lot of times people don't even give the consideration of how do I want to show up in this world? So, um, for example, uh, in my personal experience, when I was 35 years old, um, I mean, yeah, life was a, a mess at that point, but it it kind of opened my eyes to look at like what 40 year old do I want to be you know what what so I started paying attention to 40 year olds like what guys do I respect what guys do I not respect right looking at them going oh I I I like those qualities I'd like to you know I feel those are close enough to my own values that I could reflect those qualities into the world um, mm-hmm. I looked at, you know, what, what do I want my physical health to be? So I actually broke it down to um, one 
kind of simple framework for me. Uh, Eldon, you know this, you know, my background with basketball and everything. I thought, how cool would it be to still be able to dunk at 40 years old? Mm-hmm. Right? So my whole goal... And he's white, too. And and I'm white. <laughs> well, are, are we really white? We're kind of like this odd color, tan, it Depends on the lighting. Beige-y. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I dried my hair. You guys Anyways. should do the same, too. Grow up. Be Grow better. Better. I don't know. See, this is natural, man. This is This is straight natural. Yeah, right. It was a strand of grace somewhere. It's Anyways. beautiful. Anyways, yeah, so can you, can you dunk at 40? That's yeah. the question. So so that's that's the thing. So then my whole goal, and this made everything simple. It made my nutrition simple. It made my exercise simple. It made everything that I did really simple. It was just I had this picture, and I could see it, and I could feel it, and it was like this is either moving me closer or further away. You know, and so I was like, this is this is how I want to show up when I'm 40 years old. So, yes, I have a picture of me slam dunking a basketball on my 40th birthday. Right now, it happened to be on a ship deck in the middle of the Caribbean. Like, that's even better of the picture, you know, but was very reflective of what I was doing intentionally. Right. At that point, that that moment was a reflection of the work that I did for those five years preceding mm-hmm. that time. So it, um, and actually Matthew McConaughey talks about this, you know, somebody asked him who his hero was and he had to think about it. And then he was like, you know what? I think it's my future self. And yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, I, and he, that I, I yeah. like that framework of things and he always keeps that, you know, hero 10 years out. And right. I, that's what I've taught my kids as well. It's like every choice you make shapes your future self. Mm-hmm. And then we look at quantum physics and it's like we have these infinite, uh, you, you talk, Eldon, about potential. Quantum physics yeah. talks about, you know, the infinite potential. Like imagine there were a bunch of your genetic bodies of every form and shape that your genetics right this is the difference between a a genome and a phenome right like what body if you went down the line what what would you actually choose for yourself five years from now that's a good point you know that's a cool visual i just thought that's a cool visual right right yeah so you're yeah because well see i through the through the thing i was going through the past i don't know since March of last year, um, I so I, I'm seeing like a you know the doctor, the nutritionist, and the naturopath. Um, the doctor did some blood work. The naturopath did some blood work. I didn't tell either of them what was going on. Uh, that I was talking to the other person, and they both came back with different different ways of analysis. Came back with the same result, and then they both. Thankfully, I have a doctor that is not. Uh, He's a lot more scientific, but he's also not, he's not just give you prescription to fix the problem guy. So, um, oh, I love those doctors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quick and easy, dirty guys. No, no, he wasn't one of those. He, he was more like, look, this is what your body's going to do in the next, you know, three months, one year, seven years. And how you, what you do to it now over this time frame will, either regenerate you or hurt you so so that's kind of like what you were saying with you know will this will this get get me better because our cells regenerate and so and we're aging at the same time so if you're not giving your body what it needs to regenerate properly your your next version of cells your next version of yourself uh, when those cells die will be less than the version of you previously so what are you doing to make your physical body scientifically better so i'm just gonna cheat all of you guys i'm gonna cheat code this shit let's literally it's we're getting into the age of avatars i'm gonna pick (laughs) someone that's gonna fucking full send this shit i'm gonna be a killer i'm gonna have a killer avatar and (laughs) hey call it a life cheat code whatever 
my avatar is going to kick ass. It's going to be the best version of myself, and I won't even have to work out. You're just going to live in the meta world? Let's, uh, sorry, sorry. Now I just got flagged. Is that the, is that the thing, meta world? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Oh, that, oh okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Anyways, I don't know. Like, Someone was telling it, me about avatars. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. That's cheat code. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. But anyways. Anyway, I'll put in the work, I promise. I'll yeah, you put in the work, put in the work. No, but for me, it was like, okay, okay, that's logical, scientifically, blah, 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 blah. Okay, but um, it requires what you were saying, Brad. It requires, okay, what am I actually going to do? What mm-hmm. what am I going to do about it? Because it's how easy for me to get the knowledge. Plan. What was yeah. that? Uh, how do you simplify your plan? Like, I like that because you had a specific goal. You wanted the dunk at 40. So, yeah, I like, that. like you said, your workout plan, your nutrition it got simplified. Your workouts got simplified because you knew what you needed to do. You knew you had, you, you had to build some quick reflexes. You had to build some stronger, you know, momentums. You had to get mm-hmm. uh, lighter. Obviously, you probably lost a bit of weight. You probably I lost gained a forty bit of, pounds. Yeah, 40, Dang, 40 pounds. Yeah, because it's yeah. it's hard to dunk when you're a big boy. Like we yes. get this. Like, trust me, Shaq was probably burning seven thousand calories every time he went up. Like it was. <laughs> He's a big step. boy. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have Pretty to go sure. up very far, but he probably still did. But I like that. That uh, like that's what hit home with me the most is that you know what? When you actually find out what your thing is, what your purpose is, what your goal is, or whatever it is, see how that goal is. Really look at it, and you'll simplify it. You know, to stupidity. To like, honestly, I I, I got to dunk a basketball. So what do I got to do? Okay. Well, I gotta do plyometrics. I gotta do this. I gotta eat this. I'm gonna do this. I gotta spring load that. I'm gonna I'm gonna sprint, you know, twice a day. I'm gonna sprint to there. That's how far I need to sprint. Blah blah blah. And you just like this is all I have to do. I don't have to worry about benching 250 and doing my tricep extension and blah blah blah. All this stuff that doesn't matter. Your goal was dunking a basketball, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Like look at Durant, right? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's it's simplifying things. And I thought that that's the biggest thing I've, I, I've got out of this chat with you guys is that find it, simplify it, and execute. Follow through. And oh. and I just love that you did that on a fucking cruise ship at 40 and someone took a photo. Like, I hope you like have that in a 26 by 11 or like, you know what I mean? Like a big <laughs> frame on your wall. I totally would. Like, I would, if I accomplished that at 40, I would have that everywhere like i probably have multiple pictures like i probably have in the bathroom there so people can see it there and maybe just one in the kitchen like oh yeah no no nice. i fucking did that i did that shit yeah that's right right your business card has that picture on it that's, oh i totally would that would yeah, be on the back yeah. of my business card i would be full gloat the whole time like bitch i dunked at 40 so the next question i got for you brad is like okay what's your you know you and i are some yeah what's your what's your 50 what's your 50 yeah. you got 50 yet so my so 50 it's 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 not dunking anymore because you know now my knees because of all my action sports and everything like that <laughs> <laughs> it's like skiing dirt biking mountain biking all that stuff has kind of taken right. its oh, toll so yeah, yeah. i mean maybe there is a possibility um uh, for it but um I'm, I'm getting back on the bike a little bit more this year oh i've got a visitor here all good man scott has a devil cat uh, your cat's nothing. Scott's devil cat destroyed his set one time. That's why he's got the the, the packing uh, blankets. He literally that. took down a tree. I actually have to chop it down in my office upstairs. Yeah, I have yeah. to chop the tree down because it's now officially dead. Like the cat has literally destroyed that tree. The cat is a devil cat. You can. It's the only image we've got on any of our our platforms that actually has an animal on it. It's it's the devil <laughs> cat. It was the episode that wrecked the the set. Mm-hmm. the office it wasn't really a set it was your actual office big smoke had something he described cats as something like i don't know Ugh. oh big smoke you're listening oh. to us you know you send me on on instagram he'll a, send it a, on instagram what the description of a cat is he's got like the it's like the dark soul of the devil or some damn thing like that anyway yeah. I totally we'll repost it with him. i'll repost it you, get, you send me <laughs> something i'll make something out of it anyway you know this is the perfect uh, segue, though, for um, today's uh, just the tip tip of the day. Brought to you oh. by Johnson's Wood Floor. Contact them through Instagram or Facebook for all your flooring installation needs. Uh, Johnson's Wood Floor. Today's just the tip is: don't be a doormat, don't be an asshole, be a badass. Be a badass. I like tip that. of the day. I love it. 
We should also thank our sponsor, Kailani Sports. Uh, and, you know, best way to thank them is to purchase one of their coolers. And what you do is you go to Two Dads Against the World, click on the Dad Mind link. There you'll see Kailani Sports. Pick out your favorite cooler when you're on their website. At checkout, type in Two Dads, A-T-W, and you'll get 10% off your purchase of coolers. And Hanson's Distillery. Thank you for just being a local business that we support. We like doing shout-outs to our local business. Support local. Anyways. Thanks for keeping me less thirsty. Less thirsty, yes. Thanks for having quality products. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's pretty amazing. I feel like we just got the tip of the iceberg of this type of conversation. And I would totally. like to know, but I want to hear some feedback from the listeners. I want to hear... I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to hear what you guys are thinking about. Um, and ladies, we know we have some lady listeners. So thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. What are you guys doing showing up? What, what struck you as something that was like, I never thought about that before. Or, Man, I should uh, I should know a little bit more about that. Hey, we're on this journey together. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to unlock ourselves. Let's unlock together. So come along the way. Brad, thanks so much for joining us. We would love to have you back if you would, if you want to. If you have something else on your mind, we'd we'd be love to uh, bring you on for another conversation. Well, I, I think this conversation needs a good. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Scott? I think definitely this conversation needs to continue for sure. Like, there's just uh, there's a lot of good gems. I'd love to pick Brad's mind for free another time. Um, well, maybe, unle- maybe unless all of a sudden I get his guest fee and I'm just like, what the? F- oh, never mind that guy. Fuck. <laughs> but um, we'd be calling our sponsors. So we got a bit of a problem. Here. So yeah, we're yeah. we're we're negative three thousand dollars this so, month. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. But, you know do, how much do you love us? Yeah, exactly. How many coolers did we sell this week? Say what again? <laughs> you, we're a sponsor of you. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> but no, I I love it. There's so many great points that I'm just gonna like be pondering about. Like I I've got a 22 hour day ahead of me on the road tomorrow, and there's a lot of this stuff that I'm just gonna be thinking about. Number one thing is that I'm gonna think about is what's my purpose? Like really, like I don't really know the one thing that's 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 my gift that I can do that I can share that brings it. Uh, a measurable, meaningful impact on the world. And I loved how you said the gift for the world. Like, that's big. Like, that's a huge thing. It's not like, uh, you know, the, the, you know, and your world, I guess, could be whatever it is. It could be, you know, the world inside your house because it's COVID and no one can go outside. Ripple effects, man. Or it could be, you know what I mean? Like, it could be the world in general. Like, what's your gift? What do you, what do you bring into the table? And that's that's what I wrote actually. That was kind of my note. Like, what are you bringing to the table? Like, honestly, what's your potluck gift? Are, 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 are you gonna be with the shitty jelly? Don't bring casserole? the Jello. Don't are bring you it. Gonna, are you gonna bring out that fucking badass buffalo chicken dip like my neighbor does? Like, honestly, every time they do that, it doesn't matter what you bring to the potluck. It's like, oh fuck, there you go. Heather brought the chicken fucking you know chicken what? buffalo dip. Everyone else things suck. Everyone else sucks. You can bring in that delicious bread and break it up, put some dip next to it, done. You know, you could be that person too. You know See, what? You bring that artisan, you bring that artisan, uh, what do you call it? What's this skinny Italian bread? What's that called? The bruschetta, not the bruschetta, the, the brosh, the. You know, I'm just thinking brisket and then I'm just thinking about oh, meat and I'm thinking brisket. about barbecue. I'm thinking about big smoke, which is a disturbing image in my mind. Oh, but anyways, big smoke. See, and, and you know what? You bring up a really good example, too. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a major life-changing thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking about these amazing, this amazing, uh, what, what did you say? Buffalo chicken sauce? <laughs> yeah, yeah buffalo, to, buffalo, buffalo chicken dip. It's there a, you go. And it changes your world. You're talking about it on a podcast. Right? Yeah, oh, for sure. Like, I'm thankful Have to you had the guy. it, Brad? I'll bring it to you. I haven't had it, but oh, I, it, it, sounds... it Honestly, if you want to talk about something that will change your life, that'll change your life. Well, yeah. see, there you go. The... You will, you will, you will, yeah. you will be, honestly, you're going to turn into Dave Chappelle and just like, you got, you got any more? That fucking chicken. <laughs> like, you, you'll just be, you'll be jonesing for it, I'm telling you. It's, it's that good. 
So you bring the buffalo chicken, but Brad, what was your rest of the point there? Well, I, I mean, just thinking on a stormy night like tonight, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people think like you have to get out there and you have to have this massive impact on the world. But just look at the impact you're actually having on the world. I've done like presentations for essential services. And the first mm-hmm. thing that I do is I get up there like, you know, water, uh, water treatment and, and water supply for the city or, uh, you know, heat and that type of thing. So like city of Edmonton or, you know, Atco or that type of thing. It's like, I am so thankful that there's natural gas running to my house right now, firing up my furnace so I can stay warm. That's like a massive impact, right? Right, right. So it's meaningful. That's the buffalo chicken. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like everybody just has to, you know, I'm happy for the guys that pull that stuff out of the earth in a usable way, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it's just kind of finding your purpose, finding your impact and yeah. Yeah. And you're worth it. You are meaningful in what you are and what you bring to the table. Like that's, that's another thing that we've talked about in the past before. So I I I feel like uh, there's such a need to, there's an urgency like to show up. Like you're really fucking doing everyone a disservice if you don't. Yes. If you don't it's yourself if you don't, and others. If you don't yeah. man up, woman up, and bitch out in the world, you're really doing everyone a fucking disservice. And that's how what I took the most from this podcast. That's what really laid a little nail and put my back up against the wall. I was like, what are you being such a bitch about? Like why why don't you try and show up? Why don't you try and figure this shit out? on what you can bring the biggest what's what are you bringing to the table what's your fucking chicken casserole okay what is it find it don't be a bitch show up bring it because if you don't you're honestly just doing everyone else a disservice because if you can't be the best you know yourself whatever that might be at that period of time in your life if you can't do it you just it's gonna affect everyone else you know what i mean it's gonna hurt you and everybody yeah yeah. It's like this podcast. If I don't drink, I can't bring the best of myself to you, right? <laughs> and just, I, can't, I can't. I can't do this shit sober. We just. We don't have. We don't have conversations sober, Elton. We never have, and I won't start now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the biggest thing I brought in. Like, don't be a bitch. You need to show up because it's meaningful. It's meaningful for everyone else around you. If I don't so, know, that's that, that's so eloquently said. Scott, sure. said. so <laughs> eloquently said. Love it. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate tonight, and Absolutely. we look forward to future conversations. Thank you very much. Thanks so much, Brad. Yes, it's been a pleasure.